Your band sounds great, but how does it look? No one knows if you're in the dark. Light up your gigs with Chauvet DJ. Chauvet DJ is the brand of affordable and easy-to-use entertainment lighting that can help your band rise above the competition with great-looking and dynamic visual stage looks. From pack-and-go lighting systems that set up and tear down in seconds to Bluetooth-enabled lighting, with the touch of a button or step on a foot pedal, Chauvet DJ has your gig lighting covered. You rock the gig, Chauvet DJ will make sure the crowd sees you do it. Rock in the spotlight with Chauvet DJ. Learn more at ChauvetDJ.com. That's C-H-A-U-V-E-T-D-J.com. And that's why you should stop touching your face. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, the wearer of chapped hands, Dan Ray. Have you been uh, washing them old hands? Washing them like a maniac. You wouldn't believe. Well, you would believe. I hope you're doing it too. Oh, 100%. I've got the... um, you know, I've got the uh, the hand sanitizer at the desk, sure. and I'm washing the hands where it's happening. Sure. Um, have you guys had a had a confirmed situation in your area? We have in Raleigh. Yeah. Yes, yeah, too. Yeah. So anyone dialing in, you know, after in in a non uh, contemporaneous fashion, uh, the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, is um all is up happening, in, all up in the news. Yep. Yeah. And so we can. Time, time yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little bit later, but yeah. you know. It is what it is. <clears throat> How has your week gone so far? You know, it's actually been a pretty quiet week. I got the karaoke on Friday, and apart from that, I got nothing this week. It's been very, uh, very laid back. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, haven't we don't have anything going on for a couple of weeks, and that's just perfectly fine. Uh, there's been plenty of interesting things going on in the interim. Um, one of the things that I'm kind of stoked on is the. Um, the, the show that I was promoting with our friends El Scorcho is happening right now in Athens, Georgia. Sweet. Um, a couple hours out, out that way. And um, been in contact with the venue and them. And um, they were pretty stoked on pre-sales and things look to be going pretty well. So um, hopefully everybody makes some money and we'll get to do it again. Awesome. So that's where we're at there. Very good. <clears throat> and then um, the other thing that's kind of interesting that has occurred is... Uh, the Skinner tribute that I am kind of helping promote and doing some stuff with um, has a run of dates in Florida in September that they need somebody to fill in for. And so I am going to be going to Florida and playing some uh, Skinner tunes uh, with those guys in some big theaters down that way. Very nice. Pretty sweet. Where in Florida? Um, specifically Boca Raton and a couple of other spots. We don't, I don't know the exact routing yet because we're a bit far out, but the, um, the Boca Raton show is, com- is confirmed. So I'm, I'm definitely on board for that one. And, uh, in that process, I also accidentally bought a new Explorer, Whoops! which is perfect for this gig because I'm playing the Alan Collins role, which means an Explorer is basically mandatory. Uh, but I just got, um, my hands on the Lee Malia Signature Explorer uh, last night and uh, got it unboxed and it's pretty sweet. Yep. Needs a little, um, the frets need polished really bad. Um, tried to, you know, just give it a, give it a go and it just, they were just real kind of scratchy uh, playing across them. So I'm going to drop that off with my buddy and get, uh, get it all polished up and um, should be good to go. It's Pretty a big nice. chunky neck, but a very interesting uh, pickup configuration. Looking forward to that. 
Another thing that I'll go ahead and shout out because I think it's a great resource for any of you guys that are into Southern Rock or Leonard Skinner specifically, there is a guy based out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, that does um, like super granular tutorials on all of Leonard Skinner's tunes. Huh. Um, so if you are in that market, check out tomsrockandguitar.com. Um, he's got an unlimited membership for 10 bucks a month where you can have access to all of his tutorials. Um, I'm pretty certain I'll be digging into that real hard, cool. um, <clears throat> in the near, near future. So yeah, Very that's cool. what I got going on. Very cool. Uh, you for know, those the, of you, Oh, one more, one last thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll shut yeah, up. Yeah. 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 Um, the m- Big thing going on between now and tomorrow is that uh, this is the last day to enter into the contest to get the free custom picks. We're doing that contest, and uh, the the winner is going to be drawn tomorrow. And how do you feel about the uptake we've had on uh, participation in that contest so far? I have got to be honest. I was a little surprised at um, how uninterested people have been. Yeah. It's been kind of light as far as the promotion goes. I figured that would be a bit of a slam dunk. Um, and maybe it's because, you know, we haven't done this kind of thing before and maybe it's something that we'll try and do a bit more often, but at the end of this episode, I'm going to drop a little, uh, a little piece of information that might be, uh, valuable to people who didn't enter the contest, um, but would for some strange reason want to spend money (laughs) instead. (laughs) So that's another option for you guys. Don't want to taint your socials with our, uh, marketing message. Yeah. I mean, I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. Uh, Mike Schulte felt pretty uh, okay with uh, sullying his presence with uh, with my stuff. It was, uh, he posted a picture of uh, of himself in um, in one of members only's uh, t shirts. Yeah, which I quite handily went and rehoard to uh, all of our followers. Of course you so. did. That's, of course you did. Yeah. If you can do it, do yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> Listen, you grew up as a theater kid, did you not? I did. Yeah. Very my, much so. My six-year-old is in her first play. Oh, really? And it's, uh, being a theater kid dad is brutal. Brutal. Is it? Oh, my God. Well, it's the last week rehearsals before tech. So yep. it's every week, every night this week. And it's, um, it's just, uh, I, I was very excited when she was excited about it. And now I'm like really ready for it to be done. Yeah. That's the thing you don't really, um, consider when, you know, as a parent that like, Oh, well, if they've got to go to all these rehearsals, then I've got to go. Yeah. I've got to do all these things. Yeah. 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 And it's not far from the house and it's a, it's a two hour rehearsal, two plus, (sighs) and which is a lot for a six year old. She's one of the youngest in the show. Sure. The show is, um, rainbow fish, which apparently is a kid's book that I don't, we're not familiar with. Okay. Rainbow fish. And she is a uh, lobster number one. First lobster. That's right. That's right. And she and that's uh, actually a callback from uh, love actually for any of you who were following along. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is. It is. And, but for real, she actually is lobster number one. And the other two little lobsters are just, they're adorable little lobster children. It's hilarious. Anyway, we've been dropping her and coming home or going out to dinner or, you know, we've made it into a good time, but it's a lot. And she's, she is, um, anyone who's done shows knows that by the time you get into the last week of rehearsals, you know, every line of the show. And so she's walking around the house, reciting the show at us and singing all the songs. And it's, um, it's pretty great. It's on, I'll be honest. It's pretty great, but it's a lot. Yeah. 
That's a lot. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're still dealing with all the things we were dealing with uh, last week um, with just less hope <laughs> on top of it, oh, I guess. Uh, uh, we just had a, we've just had a couple of setbacks and it's been a little frustrating, but we are just trudging along. And yeah. we had a good night tonight. We had a lot of fun. So good. It's all good. Excellent. So um, a couple of cool things happened this week. We got a couple of emails, um, and I want to just kind of shout those out. Uh, this one comes from Matt Baldoni. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but he sent one out, and I, if you were on any of our socials, you saw it. Says, hey, cats, very new to the show and just had to write in and say what a great resource I think it is for guys in our business. I have about 90 to catch up on, so he's just getting started. But I'm working on it as I'm on the road and driving around town. Uh, my name is Matt Baldoni. I am a freelance guitar player and singer in Las Vegas. I make a living with anybody and everybody around here. No gig too small. Thanks for everything you're sharing. I'm 25 years in and still learning a ton of stuff from you guys that I'm already taking and using to make money. Thanks for helping out. Matt. Super cool. Uh, Super cool. And in a couple, yeah, of, I mean, couple of months when he catches up to this episode, he'll be like, what? what? Yeah, hopefully. Maybe he'll tune in. I'll, I'll, I'll shoot something out. Yeah. Um, fun fact, my uh, Amber's uh, uncle... Uh, was a uh, was a musician in Vegas back in the 80s and 90s and did a bunch of shows um, as a freelance musician, was kind of in the same boat. Cool. She has very um, fond memories of going there and kind of living uh, the Las Vegas life as a local, uh, which is very different yes. than going as a tourist. Yes. And, you know, <clears throat> part of that includes being a minor, being escorted through... Um, you know, being escorted through casinos as a nine-year-old. Mm. Um, so that's kind of fun. That's but uh, awesome. Matt, thanks for the support and thanks for writing out to us. I hope that uh, whatever it is that we are uh, telling you uh, is helpful to you in your work. Um, another one came in this morning from oh, Ryan O'Leary. Yeah. Who's oh, our, our, yeah, sorry. Ryan, that's not the one I thought you were going to talk about. That Great. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, there's, yeah. so, uh, this one came out. I don't know if you'd seen this one. Um, Ryan wanted to say congratulations on your 100th episode quickly approaching loyal listener from the beginning. I have learned so much for both of you and the guests you have had on. Please give up the good work. Um, he has some specific questions about the whole, uh, decade band versus we play everything band. And we can talk about that maybe at some other time. I know we have a couple things we wanted to talk about today, but I wanted to make sure that Ryan, uh, heard that we had gotten his message and that we were definitely, uh, you know, keeping tabs on that. So thanks Ryan. Big time. Thanks Ryan O'Leary from so is red. So now what was the one that you were referring to? Um, well, it was actually a uh, Facebook message. Yeah. Was that from our friend um, in uh, Arkansas? Our friend in Arkansas. I so, don't know where she's from, but it was. About, yeah. So I, yeah. I, I think it, this is the same <clears> one. <throat> so, um, you know, if you were, if you have been tuning in over the past week, uh, we had done a fun little exercise about a Nigerian scammer who reached out to me specifically uh, about uh, playing a show for a non-existent event. And uh, earlier today, I got a message from, it's Christine DeMeo. Yep. Who is from, um, yeah, she's she's from, she's from Arkansas. And she got, I shit you not, the exact same message, word for word, that I did. Yep. So Co the, copied, hello. Pasted. I would be needing your band for my fifth year's marriage ceremony. Fifth year's. 
So she sent that to me and I, you know, basically said, LOL, that's the exact same one. So I was like, you can either, my suggestion would be either have fun with this or just send back Mugu, which was what <laughs> he told me. And, uh, and she opted to do that. <laughs> so she wrote back Mugu and he wrote back Omo Oro, which um, apparently means, okay. So <laughs> basically, uh, in short, he basically was like, oh, you get it. So I can't have, you know, I'm not going to get anywhere with this. So I'm going to move on to the next one. Yeah. It is a numbers game for them, I guess. So I know, but how funny is that, that like, you know, we talked about it and like less than a week later, the whole thing came full circle. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that we, we gave her something that was like, like valuable. I just super love that we had her well prepared for this. It's great. It was amazing. Yeah. It's great. So that's what I did. I wrote back to her because she was like, um, uh, on the the DM, she was like, my name is Christina Mayo. I'm singer-songwriter in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Heard about your show, listened to a few episodes. I must have tuned in to the exact right episode because you were talking about a scam. I believe the scam was talking about somebody wanting to book you for 85 guests. I just got a message about it this morning. How did these people even get your number? And then I wrote back, LOL, that's the exact same message. Yep. And then... uh you know, here's how you res- you should respond. So, Christine, uh, thanks for being a good sport, and hopefully that was helpful. And you know, she kind of took it the way that I had suggested it was. Just hey, I guess you made it, and that's what she wrote back. She was like, "I guess we've made it." That's right. Good stuff. That's right. You're on the global. Uh... Yeah, I mean, people in Nigeria have heard of you guys. That's huge. That's right. Massive, that's massive, right. massive yeah, deal. You're an international, uh, internationally recognized artist. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I feel like we are, are we all caught up now? I think so. Let's uh, move on to the next thing, but perhaps after this. Chauvet DJ makes it easy to take the look of your gigs to new levels that can set your band apart from all the others. Lighting is the key, even in small venues. Chauvet DJ has the lighting looks to help your band create visual excitement and energy without taking your attention from your music. It's easier than ever with technology like Bluetooth-enabled products that can be triggered right from a phone or tablet with the free BT Air app. That means powerful lighting for bands is now literally at your fingertips. Chauvet DJ knows your gig gear should be powerful, affordable, lightweight, and ultra-convenient. The new Gig Bar Move is all that and more. Gig Bar Move has moving head fixtures, wash light pars, strobes, and lasers all on one bar that sets up and tears down in minutes without taking up a lot of valuable transport space. Chauvet DJ is the brand of entertainment lighting that helps you create better audience experiences by adding dynamic visual looks and moods to perfectly suit the music you're playing. And it's easier and more affordable than ever. Learn more at ChauvetDJ.com. That's C-H-A-U-V-E-T-D-J.com. You do gigs. Light what you do with Chauvet DJ. Can you hear my laundry in the background? I don't hear your laundry in the background. That's wonderful news. That's good. Because well, we're on spin cycle we're yeah, right now. And we're back. Okay. Okay. So I'm not trying to be clickbaity or to be <sighs> super incredibly, I guess, timely. Because we all know that, you know, from a podcast standpoint, there are people who are um regulars who are going to tune in every week and hear things as they kind of happen in real time. There are people who will be kind of passing through like our friend uh, Matt, who is working his way through and may not catch this until a bit later on down the line. 
So maybe we need to find a way to make this kind of more of a universal situation. You're speaking, of course, of the current pandemic. Well, I don't think they're officially calling it a pandemic, but... The plague, the... Yeah, the... You know, it's a thing, and it's, it's happening. It really is. It really is. And um, it has it has hit the zeitgeist in a way that is really profound. Yeah, so as a, as a uh, musician who, who, you know, kind of came up in the punk scene... I've been really enjoying the if you like went to this bathroom yeah. you are yeah. immune. Yeah. And I keep thinking of like all of the gross places I've played and there have been so many that have like popped up on my feed and I was like, "Yep, I must be immune then." Um you basically know like if you if you went if you were if you've ever been to CBGB's bathroom right. you're immune or if you've ever right. been to the Masquerade's bathroom you're immune or right. whatever. The the uh the meme that I enjoyed about it this morning was um and my my programmer buddies will get this. Um the scariest thing about COVID-19 is that it looks like a Jira ticket. It does. Right? As a yeah, no, as a as a person who also is in development, I know all about that. <clears throat> yeah. And I think it would also be um remiss to not talk about um the tornadoes that blew through Nashville sure. uh, this past week. Sure. Um, you know, I've got uh, I went to school up there and have lots of friends up that way and um lots of musicians I know uh up that way that listen uh to the podcast. And um it's just been it's been really rough for those guys. Um, there's a, there's a venue called the basement East in, um, in East Nashville that got more or less completely just demolished, mm. uh, which is a damn shame. Um, I've got a, a few friends that actually had some shows lined up for that venue that now are kind of scrambling to try to fill those dates. Um, and it's been, it's been really great to, um, to see the community kind of rally around people and do what they can. Um, I, I really, I, I did some digging to find, you know, the right charities to donate to. And I, um, I donated some money to make sure that, uh, it went to the right people and that it went, you know, you know, to the ground, people on the ground trying to, trying to help out. And, um, I don't know if you saw this, but Gibson released a, a press release today saying that they were going to um, help out with musicians who lost instruments uh, in the tornado and that they set up an email address um, for people to send uh, suggestions for donations and that kind of thing. So hoping that that, um, that works out for everybody. But the That's thing great. that, yeah, the, the way that we really wanted to kind of like frame this is that, you know, we in our business don't really account for a lot of negative stuff. You know, we, we're always trying to, you know, innovate and come up with ways to be more versatile and be more efficient and that kind of thing. But we don't always, uh, anticipate, uh, stuff happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, uh, a way that I have said this sort of thing to myself in, in my professional development in the last year is that, um, it's not, it's sort of not the natural human instinct to account for risk. Sure. Right. We actually just want to avoid risk and ignore risk rather than plan for it, plan to mitigate it, plan to be out ahead of it. Um, we don't, we mostly, uh, myself and the people I know do not have a very powerful relationship with risk. Sure. And you know, Dan and I both kind of went back and forth and like, should we discuss this or not? And it just kind of became kind of unavoidable to, to kind of like dig into because, um, you know, for those of us who are in the event business, um, it's starting to, it's starting to show up Yes, and it's starting to kind of prove to be a bit problematic. Um, 
And I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to, uh, you know, I, I would I guess rock news or what have you, but um, bands like Sons of Apollo and the Miami Ultra Festival and um, other groups have had to. Uh, I guess I saw today. I saw I saw White Snake and um, a couple of other bands have had to either cancel or postpone tours because of this. Yep. You know, not necessarily out of precaution on their end, but because the governments of the cities and countries that they're uh, going to are preventing um, these big public events from occurring uh, just to kind of keep it from uh, keep the contagion kind of well contained. Um, So it it felt like it got it kind of crossed a barrier where we we really just had to kind of discuss it in some way. Are you familiar with is it canceled yet dot com? Uh, I am not. Please tell me. Is it canceled yet dot com is just a big stack of, um, well, events and things that have either a yes or a no or a uh oh about their cancellation. So Google I.O. is canceled. South by Southwest is not. Microsoft Build is not. Worldwide Developer Conference is not. 2020 Olympics is not. TED Conference might be. Delayed well, or gone and it, all online. Um, well, they were saying that um, it could t- it could potentially, you know, the, the they're going to decide the Olympics in May, right? Kind of see what happens, right? Right. Anyway, it goes on to like some jokes. Chris Matthews is canceled, and yeah, uh, that green coat from Amazon is canceled. Yeah, and uh, but you know, it's like a, it's pretty good. Like a lot of really major conferences here that are that are uh, talked about here. The OA on Netflix is canceled. Heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Uh, anyway, it's, it's like a, worth looking it's at. Like tri- yeah. So other stuff. Trivium's canceled their tour. Uh, Slipknot is postponed. Uh, Not Fest Japan. Um, yeah, Sons of Apollo, a couple of other spots. They've just, yeah, it's just out of precaution. They really don't have an option. Yeah, and, really. <laughs> you know, lots of local events are starting to eye it. Um the conference that I'm going to in New Orleans in April, people are starting to talk about whether or not it happened. Um, you know, so it really yeah. is having an impact on the events business. And, um, and, and I don't know, I mean, is it going to, it's probably too early in the news of the real spread of it to feel like it's going to impact people gathering casually at bars. But yeah, I mean, how, if things progress as the worst plan of it seems to be that will certainly you know, be, there'll be cancellations of bar dates too. And, um, you know, it's, it's potentially actually really impactful for us as, as band folks. Yeah. I mean, and if it, if it's just for private events, you know, that's, that is something, but it is, again, we just have to be willing to kind of, you know, acknowledge it. And this isn't a political thing. This isn't like, that's not really what this is about. This is just the reality of a situation where, um, entertainment, when, when stuff gets kind of, tight or tough that's the first thing to go to the wayside so we have to be kind of prepared for that so um when i was driving over to get dinner this evening uh i was listening to npr and they were talking about um specifically they were talking about things like supply chain which is definitely what's kind of causing the tumult in the stock market in the states um based on you know companies not being able to kind of provide products at the um at the rate that they're normally used to and they were talking about um what they call gray sky days have you heard that term before uh not since not uh 
in the way that you described it to me earlier no yeah so basically what 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 you know you were kind of alluding to it before like we're kind of averse to risk we as business owners and as kind of just musicians um tend to be focused on blue sky days blue sky days being um you know as a business we're planning on things like efficiency and kind of coming up with ways to innovate and and do things um that don't necessarily take risk into account we're looking for just more we're just looking for better ways to do what we do. Um, gray sky days are, 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 you know, ways that we prepare for things that aren't always working the way that they're supposed to. You know, that could be something like, you know, a potential theoretical pandemic or just, you know, a downturn in the market or, you know, changes in demand or that kind of thing. We don't necessarily account for those in the way that we would account for you know, ways that we can make more money more effectively. Yeah. And not having thought them through in advance, we're then left scrambling when they happen. Exactly. I think that's the really, the the key point is that, you know, if you're not prepared for that stuff, then it's going to catch you unprepared by definition. And, um, and your performance in that moment will not be what it could be if you had thought ahead a little bit. A hundred percent. So, yeah, I mean, in, in our case, you know, we have to think about ways that we can, you know, adapt in the moment. And there's a lot of different ways that you could approach that. You know, for you guys, if you're playing in clubs, you know, more than likely your dates aren't going to be affected. Um, and for those of you who uh, do private events, my suggestion would definitely be to make sure that you've got some sort of um, – force majeure clause in your contract to make sure that even if um, the event gets canceled uh, a certain period out, that you uh, make sure that you guys are kind of accounted for and compensated in the event that they choose not to do the event. I think that's something that's pretty practical and something that you could implement pretty easily uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, in the event that like your gigs get canceled, like that's a kind of a different situation. But there, there are things that you can do to kind of, I guess, make up for the potential of that happening. And the thing that kind of like popped out in my head is to do like the online busking. Mm. If uh, any of you guys have ever done that before, um, you know, the kind of idea that like, okay, well, you know, maybe you were supposed to play at a bar. And the bar is like, Meh, you know, we don't want to risk it. So we're we're going to go ahead and just pass on you this evening. Um, you know, what's necessarily stopping you from, you know, doing a Facebook live and linking to your, um, you know, your PayPal account and just doing it from home. Right. Right. Or live streaming a rehearsal. Yep. Those are all things that you can do, um, in the meantime, or in the event that something like this were to happen that do a couple of things. One, it shows that you guys are willing to work. And um, that you're not necessarily letting uh, adversity get the best of you and just moving forward, doing the things that you, you know that you can do and the things that you can't, you, you can, you know, kind of overcome um, leveraging technology in the way to do that. So I think that's a, a really great thing to kind of keep in mind uh, moving forward. And look, I hope for, for the majority of you guys that this doesn't ever really hit you. Yeah. And for a lot of you, it, it won't ever do that. You know, we definitely have a fair amount of uh, dates on the books. 
in um, contracts that we have already signed. And, um, you know, we're not anticipating anything going sideways, but um, it is important to kind of have a contingency plan in place in the event that it does. So. Yep. Yep, totally. Because even even if for no other reason than it's just demoralizing to <laughs> turn oh, your yeah. tail and go, you know, drink on the couch. Yeah, it would totally suck <laughs> yeah. to get your, you know, to get your show canceled for something so arbitrary. But, you know, it, it is, it is a, a possibility. And I think that, you know, even if it never comes to fruition, that like being prepared for it is still, you know, important. Um, you know, a couple of months back, I had written something about like there was a bit of a dip in the market. And, you know, there's definitely been some dips in the market recently. Um, kind of talking about like, what do you provide? What value do you provide? as an entity, as a, as a musician or as a band or as a brand or as a business. And, and that's really going to be the thing that sustains you. So if you're just going out doing the same old stuff and in, in the same old markets, you know, you may not, you, it may be easier for someone to replace you. So if you're kind of in that situation, you really should spend time reflecting on what it is that you can do to add value to what it is that your band does. I mean, that's, that's really, that's the number one priority for, for everybody, or it should be, um, is to make sure that you are providing the highest amount of value for the, um, the price that you guys charge yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because really when it comes down to it, when, when times get tough and it gets increasingly competitive, that is what's going to have you survive it. Yep. A hundred percent. And then, you know, the other thing is the nature of a market is to find the center, right? So a downturn is only going to last so long and then it's going to come back up. And the people who've been, um, denying themselves, uh, will suddenly start splurging. Yeah. By the way, I have a theory about that. Um, that bubble we had a couple of years ago in uh, mattress stores. Have I shared this with you? No, 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 please do. Well, I don't know what it was like in Atlanta, but here you could not throw a rock without hitting three mattress stores. I mean, it was, there were mattress stores on of the same brand of mattress store on opposite corners of an intersection. It was bonkers. Huh. Absolutely crazy. Um, and a new <laughs> driving down the street, a major street in Greensboro and a new building is getting built. And I'm like, Hey, that's gonna be, I hope that's something great. It's a mattress store. I mean, it's like there were just mattress <laughs> store. There are mattress stores just everywhere. Um, and this was just a couple of years ago. And my theory was that it was, um, you know, when the economy is bad and people start economizing those things you're supposed to buy every eight to 10 years, well, you start waiting on them and then you go yep. 12 to 14 years and yeah, your back hurts a little, but you'll get around to that new mattress. And then once the economy starts to come back, well, man, there's just like a ton of, um, you know, potential mattress purchase that needs to happen. And so there's a bubble in mattress buying and then people get their mattress situation sorted out and a bunch of those mattress stores close, which is what's happening now. And um, so the point is like, if there is a significant downturn and the spending on entertainment dries up, um, you can expect a rebound from that, um, that, you know, if you made it through the downtime, you'll be primed to take advantage of. Yeah. It's my my mattress theory of band booking. So yeah, what, what Dan is basically saying is that your band is a mattress store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, and there's one on every corner. So what's special about your mattress store? Oof. Ugh. You guys are just selling mattresses. You don't even know it. 
you're a uh, you're a you're a comfort plus. You're a, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough pill to swallow. You're you guys. such a such a pillow top. You don't even know. Oh man, terrible, terrible, terrible. But I mean, you're perfectly right, hundred um, percent. You know, we are just selling ear hamburgers, and you know, there it's not the it's not the hardest thing to sell. So make sure that you're actually you know providing a good one. That's definitely of the utmost importance. I'm going to name my next band Ear Hamburgers. I think it was one of the first things that I mentioned in like one of the first episodes that we were just selling ear hamburgers. Basically. I don't remember that, but I love it. I do remember trading claps for notes. No, notes yeah. for claps. Trading notes for claps. Or, yeah, it was, yeah. Something. Basically. I, I need, I need approval. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to seek it. I'm going to seek it from strangers right. instead of learning how to love like myself. Random people are going to tell me that we're great and that's going to yeah. be the best thing that can happen <laughs> never heard it from my dad so oh man well i hope th- <laughs> i hope this was this was helpful and not a total drag on the whole yeah. situation <laughs> yeah well i think it's just important to to have you know clear eyes about these things and to be looking at um uh you know not pessimistically but looking at what could be coming yeah, I mean, and and it is, it's the wise thing to do. You know, you can, you can ignore it and be like, man, everything's fine. And there, I mean, there's nothing going, you know, there's nothing to stop you from doing that, but it's not going to get you any further down the road. You know what I mean? So you might as well account for stuff as it's, you know, relevant to you. Yeah. So just do it. Well, and hopefully you've accounted for it before it was relevant to you. Right, because so if, if you, when the time comes, you're ready. Yes, if it becomes relevant to you and you had an accountant for it beforehand, it's probably too late. Yeah, which is why I have shelves full of canned food in my basement right now. Oh, is that you're just a doomsday prepper? Is that your? We've become one in the last two weeks. Yes. Yeah, there the Costco's Costco down this way have been in, in a bit of a rough spot. It's been um, tough here too. We're we're trying not to to go that route. Um, a lot of people they're like they're trying to like prep for like they're taking water. Yeah. And listen, if the water if the water line gets like messed up, then like we we got way, way bigger yeah, issues. Way worse things have happened. You know, you know, my wife was talking about should we get a generator? I'm like, I don't that if the electricity goes out, I mean people are if let's say everyone's sick, some sick person will keep the electricity on. I'm not that'll be it's gonna be fine. Now, I will say here in our part of the country, we do get hurricanes and we do lose power some. So it would not be the worst thing in the world to own, but not. I don't feel it's necessary for this uh, this particular situation. Yeah. Well, I hope that 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 this kind of gives you a little bit of hope and a little bit of uh, pause to uh, anticipate uh, things that may be coming down the line. And for all we know, in three weeks, they may have gotten this whole situation sorted out and we're, you know, we're on to the next thing. <laughs> or we may all be dead. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. This will be one of those episodes we listen back to in three or four years and be like, weren't we adorable? Yeah. Or we play it back and we're like, oh, well, that was a whole something yeah. or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It was either either this episode happened in anticipation of the coming apocalypse or we were all completely paranoid for nothing. Hey, better to have something and not need it than the other way around. Totally. So it was, you know, I mean, that's the takeaway of this whole episode probably. hundred percent. 
Well, everybody, um, I think that wraps that whole situation up, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? I would say. I would hope so as well. So um, this time tomorrow, uh, for those of you who aren't necessarily keeping up in real time, um, sometime after, I guess, five or six o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, I think I will go live on uh, the Facebook group and draw the winner of our 100 free custom picks from picksofdestiny.com. And you still have to, if, you le- if you're listening to this now, between now and 5 or 6 p.m. on March 6th, 2020, there is still time to enter, and it's very easy to do. All you have to do is uh, like the post that we put on social media, uh, follow us on all of our social accounts, um, so Facebook and Instagram, uh, share the podcast with, or your favorite episode to your social account and tag us in it. Um, and then we will pick a random winner to get 100 free custom picks compliments of the podcast. Um, for those of you who don't get that in, in time, fear not, we are going to help you out as well. If you go to picksofdestiny.com and you set up a custom pick for your band, uh, if you use the promo code coverbandconfidential, all one word, you will get 20% off of your purchase. Boom. Which makes it a stupid deal. Like, you know, we, we, we did uh, we did some for members only, and um, I think they should be in sometime next week. And it was less than 50 bucks all in for 100. And you can, you can go as high as you want. And they've got probably close to a hundred different options as far as the, um, the content, like the, the, the makeup we opted for the Delrex brights in a one millimeter, which is what I normally play, but they've got like all different shapes. They got heart shapes. They got jazz shapes. They've got like weird fin shapes with like little nod notches on the sides and they've got checkers and camouflage and confetti and abalone and just whatever. Like if you can dream it, they can make it. So um, check out picksofdestiny.com. Use promo code coverbandconfidential uh, to get 20% off of your purchase or enter the contest and get them for free. That's all I got. I like it. Well, once again, thanks for your continued support from Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Coverband Confidential Podcast, episode 92. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. If you want to help us out, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential. Instagram at CoverBandConfidential. Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out our website, www.coverbandconfidential.com.